0: Hello, folks, and welcome to the On the Road Back Podcast. <laughs> On the Road
1: Back
2: to Vegas. And I don't know how happy. We got a new guest.
1: I don't know how happy
0: we are about that, we but. We got a new
1: guest. We, we went with three and we came back with four. We got Conker.
0: Conker is an no, inanimate object.
1: Conker. No, we got Conker. Shut up. Conker's a real guy. Okay. He was in video games, he's very popular. So Ladies, love him. So, because we unfortunately uh,
0: did not have the time
1: due to 187 187 miles, you heard it here first, guys.
0: Due to some very fun, due to a a very cool event that we had the opportunity of attending, uh, compliments of uh, Cory and Chris. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) um, we were not able to record in the E3 day two. And, of course, uh, we're going to give you our uh, e3 day three. So, we're doing
1: e3 day three because it is day three. It's the last day. Yeah, it is. And we're running back to Las Vegas. We're doing day two and three together. yeah. Because day two, we were on the show floor for, what, 12 hours? 12 hours. Excuse me. Yes, Yes, we were. 12 hours. And um, driving for nearly the same amount of time that whole day because traffic is... Ridiculous
2: traffic. Los Angeles
1: traffic is a mother about there.
2: So I wish I wish Los Angeles could just play an episode, like a, a session of Se- City Four. Yeah. And just delete all the roads <laughs> and rebuild them all. Yeah. yeah. Or just st- wait
1: till a natural uh, uh, or a natural disaster
2: happens. You know. Yeah, Godzilla people, comes in. People get killed. <laughs> just pause time. Delete the roads. Rebuild the roads to where it makes sense, but it deletes the cars on the roads, which means you delete those people from history. Wait. So they're sleeping. So yeah, the
1: roads are always in use.
2: Your mom's always in use, but hey, it's all right. Whoa, we took that way too far, I'm dude. Sorry. This is not
1: can't cnc
0: you, I'm can't sorry. You, can't you report? Can't you just um, repair the roads anyway, and subsidies, instead
2: of removing them? Well, you mm-hmm. can repair. You they, can. You can expand, but expanding expand. is not the problem. What it is is that you have highways that run into each other. And then you separate to run back into each other.
1: And then people who don't know how to drive. And then you have yeah, Californiaians. Yeah, Californians. Not to say all Californians are
2: are bad drivers, but the vast majority are the ones that are not listening to this. <laughs> <are>. <laughs> oh, maybe, so, maybe this one guy. Yeah, you know who I'm talking to. You're the bad driver.
1: Or not? Maybe the, so. Can
0: be good. E3 day two. I think we had a lot of really awesome. Awesome stuff to talk about for E3 Day 2. He doesn't have his notes. However, what? we did get some awesome beef jerky from Inno Games. Yes,
2: yes, we did. Pretty and pretty we got and Battle Juice. <laughs> and Battle Juice. <laughs> battle, battle Juice. juice. <laughs> um, so, what do we see at Inno Games? Uh, they talked about a lot
1: of the mobile games that they have uh, out and coming out. They but remember, we are we are not at liberty to say about one, so we'll skip over that one. Yeah. However, there are uh, a bunch of games that they already have out for mobile, um, and uh, Forge Vampires, which is one of the biggest ones, was just brought over to the iOS, so you can play it on your iPad. iPad. Uh, not iPhone though. Yet. Um, and that one is probably one of their biggest cash cows that give them uh, a lot of their revenue, a lot of their popularity. And that's probably where you've heard them. You've probably seen their commercials on their, on their, you know, on TV. That in, uh, Gropolis. is a very yes. big one. That one's still PC only, but they talked a little bit about those. They talked about a, a new one. Um, Rise of Generals. Rise, Rise of Generals. I was going to say yeah. War of Generals. Yeah. But Rise of Generals, really fun-looking uh, strategy. In a way, kind of civilization, or XCOM, I'd say. What's something that like one, that. Wasn't
0: that the other one that was Embargoed? Nah, no, that was the other
1: one. Oh, okay. That, that was a different one. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right it's a sequel to another Game of this Yeah,
2: yeah, which, which, we, which we can't nope. can Not yet. Them.
1: But we shall talk about the other games because they were amazing still. Yes. And uh, Rise of Generals, which is a new release that's coming out this August, he said. I don't have my notes in front of me, so I, I mean,
2: I've got a car steering wheel in front of me. Yeah, I've it's it's got like a Thunderbird that. in front of me. I know, I know. It's, uh, it's supposed to be coming out here in the near future. Um, really fun game. I know it's in uh, beta right now. Uh, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's really really fun. I enjoyed it myself. But large, plain uh, battle scale
1: strategy type game where you're going piece by piece over a way I almost considered it kind of like Risk. like You know, the board game Risk, but uh, where anyone can jump in and not every territory is owned by a player. Some territories are owned by
2: NPCs. Like, think of it think of it as uh like risk mixed with civilization, civilization. mixed with XCOM. Like not yeah. so much on the XCOM, the XCOM it was just like the way that the the Structure. base the structures were, were like set apart. But like mainly I would say like civ- civilization games, like the military aspect of it. Um, and then like risk as far as the the Move movements and it. everything like that. So like there's a lot of complexity to it, but it's in, it's in its complexity, it's really simple.
0: Yeah, I think, and like you were saying, I think a lot of the gaming elements and the mechanics of the gaming follow, and they're really closely similar, like you said, risk um, and civilization in terms of, I think, the way you build out and you can conquer and accomplish and uh, use, um, use things like um, alliances and things of that nature to either overcome your enemy or um, to formulate you know bigger groups of factions to, to you know otherwise dominate the board
2: and not to forget too like one of the main producers of the game is used to work on the Age of Empires series yes that so, was ama- that was amazing and you, to be and to you see you see the 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 influence from them because like you can go you start off in the bronze or in the stone age and you go all the way through the industry and the last thing i remember seeing on there was the internet so you go from the stone age all the way to the internet modern time like more modern more to the future even right time. so like it's it's a very very vast game like says it's complex as far as how much you can do in it but the gameplay itself is really simple yeah, which is really it's really fun like in the what do we, we played for like what 20 minutes or so like yeah. it was like in that 20 minutes was a lot you of lost. fun I, I, I wrote that in my notes too like uh, you lost yeah. i was like <laughs> That's because I forgot to get fuel first. But anyway, it's okay. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no. We on. No, skip that, Gerald. But uh
0: But anyway, in regards to the Embargoed one, uh, we will get a little bit more into detail when, uh, when we uh, are Tuesday to is when it's that. lifted. So yeah. I
1: believe we can at least say by Tuesday when they announce it, we can announce more about it as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: since we have the okay from uh, you know, Games, we can discuss a little bit more information about that. But,
1: so uh, after uh, Games, where did we go? Uh, ben... Vendai Vendai Namcoi That was think, today believe. No, no we B- did, did it yesterday twice too. did it yesterday That was my second guess Yeah Rise of the, Arcar- uh, Rise of the Incarnates Yeah get yes. your words straight Yeah
2: Chris
0: That Now that, now that was still An alpha beta That we got an
2: opportunity was, Alpha beta that's...
1: Alpha beta Alpha beta Alpha beta Alpha beta
2: But uh, basically It's a It's a Two on two Versus multiplayer game It's uh Free to play Fighter uh, but basically, think of like a kind of like a 3D Soul Calibur fighter two on two fighting game,
0: more of an uh, open map Soul Calibur.
1: Yeah,
2: actually, yeah.
0: imagine
1: the old Dragon Ball Z video games where you can also go up in the air, but two Alpha versus two. beta.
0: What was I talking about? Sorry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was messing with you with that Alpha beta. Um, because of the fact that day. you can go not just around the, the ground,
2: but you can go up and down, and they had you know. Stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very, it's not a, its not a, uh, like, you're always on the ground. It's a very vertical game. And that's too. why I didn't want to compare it to Tekken or Soul Calibur. Those are always on the ground, circling. So, yeah, like, you're you are looking at, like, there's a lot of strategy that comes Instead of a it, two-dimensional play field. Yes. It goes into the air as well, which is three, right? Yeah. Yes. That is three. I, I think it's two if it goes left.
1: No, it's one dimension if it's left or right, like a side scroller. So it's Two it's dimensional if it goes Side and front to back Okay we're we, we getting past that Okay
0: Basically it's a it's, 3D
2: You can jump You yes. can go into the air You can we jump got you, it. Can
0: fight, gotcha. you can fight
2: we, we got it You can jump in Street Fighter It's <laughs> very <strict. laughs>
0: So there, there are I think there are uh, A number of elements in the game That really complemented it um, and in terms of just the uh, character development um, I, I know the one thing I was a little bit disappointed about was was that I guess the there wasn't going to be really any clearly defined storyline that was going to be prevalent in the game itself, which I know if you go off a lot of the traditional Soul Caliber and Street Fighters and things of that nature they don't really have a storyline built into it so I guess in terms of that it's, um, that shares the same similarity as your traditional Fire games, but they did mention that they were going to have a comic book that they were going to continue to release that that make a uh, digitally available online for free for free so
2: which which does
0: fill in more about the characters which is
1: on uh, what riseofincarnates.com I believe so that was their website for that
2: which the beta is also available through it's not closed. I think it said it was closed. No, the, the no, trailer so that we watched it said that you can sign up. Actually, it's an alpha right now. You yeah, can so sign I, up yeah, for yeah, the alpha. alpha you can sign up for the alpha through riseofincarnates.com as well. And then
0: when it does go to beta, um, you'll have the hopefully have yeah, the access for to get, that as well. Yeah.
2: But um, but basically, right now there's only four characters. They showed us two other characters that uh, that they'll be releasing as well. Um, but basically, it's all going to be free to play and everything like that. As far as monetization, monetization right now, uh, they're they still. They just to too much on Yeah. Yeah, they 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 haven't like fully decided on how they're going to do it. Like right now, they're just still getting the game mechanics down, getting characters in there, and everything like that. Make sure it's playable and fun and repeatable, basically.
0: But what they did state, and Corey, you, you probably retain this a little better than I, um, that it was going to remain a consistent. Two, two, uh, two
2: v two, two, v two.
1: Yeah. two. and so. they'll have tutorials and stuff so that way you can play if you're not playing online. Yeah,
2: uh, so you can, can you play some single play against, player. You can play against the bots and everything like that to help with the teamwork and, uh, or if you understand just want controls and everything. Yeah. yeah,
0: thankfully they did detail though because one of our questions was whether or not uh, it would randomize who you are with or you had the option to choose. Uh, they did tell us that they were building in or have either have built or will. We'll build in the ability to, uh, designate who you would like to fight with.
2: Right. Yeah. So, so if me and Chris want to play against each other, because, you know, we work really well together. You guys want to take us on? Call us anytime. And good luck with that. Good luck with that. Because so we, we me, did pretty damn good. Me and Chris won every match that we were together on, so. Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: And I tried out with two different characters. Well, you stuck with one. I, I, I stuck with one the whole time. One. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was pretty fun. And uh, another little thing is because they've got the uh, one of the developers that didn't leave but went from the Tekken team is now going over to the Rise of Incarnates. He's going to be able to pull over a lot of the Tekken style uh, fighting and Tekken art and everything else like that. Probably to get it, you know, great for Western markets as it should be. Right. And still fun for anybody that wants to play this new style.
2: Yeah, because they were saying that the the two v two is a very popular thing in the East, and not so so much. By East, we mean like overseas, overseas in the Japan, Japan, China area, and everything. So they're trying to bring it to a more Western market like ourselves. And the way that they want to be able to to reach out to everybody the best way possible to get everybody interested is going to the free to play model. Uh, yep, yep, on yep, PC, yeah. as I believe they said, didn't they say on Xbox and PlayStation as well? No, so just, that was just, just PC. PC. Yeah, it was just PC.
0: Wait, so, yeah, I well, they did, right? they did say that they didn't know as of yet about if they the were going to go. Right, that's yeah,
2: right, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, you right, we were
1: playing off the 360 controllers, but but it was like on the, PC. Yeah, it was right, on a right, PC. So they're going to they go through. Playing on Titans, you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. Titan computer uh, built. I'm
2: like, oh my god. Yeah, so it will be. It should be available through Steam. Um, but like I said, uh, to get into the alpha, like I said, you should be able to go to riseofincarnates.com and be able to sign up for the alpha there. Yeah. So, we'll sign up for the beta, I think, maybe. No, it's alpha. Well,
1: it. it's in alpha right now, it's but you... said I, to sign up for the alpha. Sign up for the alpha? Yes. What, what game is sign up for alpha? You sign up for betas.
2: Alpha is usually like a I'm private I'm telling thing. you what I saw on the trailer that I, I wrote the trailer, down notes. This trailer specifically said, sign up for the alpha at... RiseOfIncarnates.com.
0: Well, I mean, you know, they may want they will, may they may want GA testers for uh, for alpha before they proceed to beta, perhaps.
2: I mean, I don't regardless, know I, regardless, yeah. sign alpha, up for early access yeah. through RiseOfIncarnates.com. Yes. You won't
0: you won't be disappointed. I I thought it was a a, a well
1: well put together game so far. So true, true. Shell. Shell. They're moving to Shell Station, by the way, guys. Down the I-15. But, uh,
0: so after that, I
1: want to say we... What else did we do that? We went from... the band the Little Bandai Orbit Namco yesterday. Or was that Monday? Little Orbit was Monday. Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday Monday, Tuesday. we went to press conferences only.
0: Well, that was still Little Orbit. I don't think we got Wait. an opportunity to really cover Little Orbit. Yeah we, yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah, we
0: did.
1: Yeah, we talked about all their games at the, yeah, on the podcast. That's that's your time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So, oh, was that, it Eve? That we saw. CCP. C- 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 CCP. C- C-
0: did we get into the VR?
2: We did.
1: We did a lot so last podcast. It. That was Tuesday as well. Was Tuesday as well. Uh, Why am I
2: a blank on the third game that
1: we? Dude, yeah, we did so yeah. much yesterday that I'm so like disoriented. I'm disembogulated. What else did we do? I don't think we had any more appointments.
2: Oh, we did. We had three things each day.
1: Bethesda. Bethesda.
2: Bethesda. So Bethesda. us go within. That was yesterday? Dude. Yeah, that was yesterday. Evil
0: Within, that game, is, that game is freaking scary.
2: That was very scary. I know, I jumped a few times. I, huh? I jumped walking into the booth. Oh, yeah. I so know. That's, I. Why, that's so why, why I pushed you first. That
0: stupid, uh, that stupid video screen.
2: Yeah. And, uh, oh,
0: that's going to crap at me in the hallway.
2: Chris, Chris was all like, Corey, you go first. I was like, man, what else? And I walked in first, and as soon as it, boom, I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> oh, god, f- oh, <laughs> uh, baby Jesus, I need you in my life. But yeah, like playing the game, like it's it's so intense. Like it has it has the whole like Resident Evil, Silent Hill feel to it. You know, you're fighting enemies, but there's like it has a, like the creepy feature of like of something that you know you can't defeat, so you know you have to hide from it. So it's like like Outlast or Daylight, like we played, <laughs> or um, Amnesia or something. Amnesia, yeah. <laughs> very similar to that to where like you can't kill this thing and if it finds you it, it doesn't quite kill you but it brings you to like one HP and that's all you got left so and like, I don't know what you do to get rid of it I tried light I tried shooting it I
1: tried you,
0: remember, you know hiding it just
1: busted open the door and freaking hit me do you
0: remember and, the do you remember the game Clock Tower
1: That was that it was a survival war I think I remember that yeah forever uh, ago
0: yeah forever ago you know you guys used to chase you and the whole element of the game was to hide um, in various areas, you couldn't stay there for very, very long, or else yeah. he would eventually discover you. Right. I, th- I think having, having um, watched Evil, the, well, then you know, I, I, I immediately noticed a lot of the same gaming elements uh, they they really brought into it, like Silent Hillish. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I think structurally the game is very, very, very similar to Silent Hill. Um, I mean, yeah. you could you can attest more since you, you actually played it. Um, you can attest more to the actual. And explain the why you didn't play it. Well, I watched the trailer.
1: Okay, I, I, that's, that's, that's that's not what I is. asked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man, I I was scared to play that game. I don't I didn't want to play it. The trailer was bad enough.
2: Uh, but like it's. It was great because like you would walk through the the house the, like the demo took place in this like small house mansion or something like you were outside like a, and
1: you walked into the mansion, by the way right? by the way I don't, I don't I don't know
0: if we said this right at the beginning is this is the for the evil within so
1: yeah I said it okay sorry I didn't know if, yeah we said it but it, it was real quick and then we went
2: straight to like judging it <laughs>
0: go go ahead please explain your experience with the evil within
2: so basically most of the demo you're inside this house and like basically you had like solve a little puzzle you have to go find these little heads it's put probes into the brains and everything but basically like as you walk through and everything like my experience and chris's experience were a little different from each other like we would find enemies in different spots or when i would die i would go to the same spot and that person wouldn't be there anymore so like it kind of like changes it's a little random um Like, the house remained the same itself, but, uh... The
1: spawn locations, I'd say.
2: Spawn locations. As well as
1: where that guy... That blue guy popped up. was changed.
2: Yeah. So. That changed a little bit as well. But, like, basically everything was... Was random as far as the different enemy locations. So, like, it's... It kind of keeps you on your toes... Make sure that you're, you know, checking around corners, listening for sounds, and everything like that. So it's not like, oh, I know where this enemy's at. Let me just run around the corner and pop them real quick. You can't really like
1: speed run this type of thing, <laughs> right, right?
2: Because like so you do have to, you have to be wary about your surroundings and everything.
0: So, so like you said, though, there were also on top of enemies physically, you had to, you had to, you know, take down. There were also spiritual ones you you encountered that you, could, right. you had difficult to take and them then, down. And the spiritual,
2: like from what I've seen, you. Can't take it down. Like you basically like as there's like a little warning that goes through the house, and then to let you know, hey, this guy's coming for you. And so after that hits you, you know, you gotta find a place to hide, or he'll end up pretty much taking you down almost. Yeah. So like it's it's really like say you gotta be on your toes as you enter new rooms and everything. You don't know when the guy's gonna come, the spirits gonna come. So what I found found myself doing is I would walk into a room find the the quickest hiding locations and then explore the room and then I'll leave the room find a hiding location If there's no hiding location I remember where the one is behind me so I'd explore the room check it out and then run back
0: so I mean and again based on based on the short amount of uh, footage that they showed us in in the Bethesda um, theater um, I mean the game looked uh, very
1: Graphic,
0: yeah, very Extremely.
1: very graphic.
0: Like, I, I I mean I'm surprised that it's not borderline adult rated. I mean,
1: like manhunt or something. Yeah, like I, it's, it's
0: it, getting close it, eyed gruesomeness. It, it's the gruesomeness and brutality in the game is. I, I'm, I'm I'm I would be interested to see what the ESRB is going. On.
2: That's yeah. going to be M. It will be M. There's there's very very few games that go above M. And it's because the 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 main thing that the American ESRB
1: does is they look at other content other than violence. Violence is not the biggest, uh, not the biggest threat to our games. It's, it's usually sexual sex. content. That that's what creates the difference between an M and an AO game, an adult-only game.
2: The only way that you'll see an AO game is if you physically, physically, with air quotation marks, see two folks having sex. Which, even then...
1: Actually, that's the only... There, there are some exceptions, because Manhunt was an AO game. Was Manhunt 2 was an AO game, yeah, I should say. I thought they
0: pulled that from the shelves at one time.
1: Yeah, they did, because uh, they, had, they had changed the rating after... They came out at an M, and it was re-rated at an AO. So they had to pull it off the shelf. So very few of those copies were
2: still around as an M anymore. But, but at the same time, like, how long ago was that? How long ago? Uh, so 2005? 2000, 2006. Wait, no, been? it was on original Xbox, right? Yeah. How long has it been since we've actually had an AO game? Oh, I just Larry. New one came out last year. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, I just Larry. Was it even released, though? Not Was it released in stores to where it requires a USRB?
1: Yes. No, it doesn't... If it reaches AO, it does not ever reach an actual store. You'll never see it in a GameStop, in a
2: Best Buy, a Walmart. You saw it in
1: Game Crazy. That's why Game Crazy went out of business. So... A- now, though, in the 2012s and the beyond... Uh, I say that 2012 because that's when Leisure Suit Larry was released. The AO games are strictly from the developers or from an online source. Because in-store, to have a game like that, uh, unless you're selling pornography or something like that, it's it's not going to be sold at all to anybody. So... It got really quiet. You guys need a, like... Yeah. No, sorry. I was <laughs> just,
0: uh... The, uh... Highway patrol's a little sneaky sitting over here by the side of the road. So.
2: They, they do that all to the I-15. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, sorry, but, uh...
2: So, after you know, we after we played Evil Within... Here's Battle Cry. We played Battle Cry. Another Bethesda game. Which, uh... That one's free to play, correct? Yes. Sure. Sure. Well, yeah. That one's,
1: that one's still in Alpha... It was definitely not in uh, in full release. I think yeah. it may have been beta because I do remember it saying uh, August released. Okay, yeah. so probably
2: beta then. Yeah. So basically, it's a uh, very similar to I would say like Team Fortress. Yeah. Uh, just like the feel of it, stylized that way. Um, basically, like the the match that we played was a team death match. Uh, it's about eight on eight, right? Yeah, uh, six was, on six, maybe. I think it was eight on eight. It was eight on eight, and uh, basically like. Uh, there's different classes. They're, they had four that they showed, if I'm not mistaken. Uh,
1: another pretty three. grotesque. Was it three? Yeah. No, it was four. No, sorry. it was three. Uh, it was the tank, the the duelist, yeah. and the archer. Archer. I thought there was another one. No, it was only those three. Cause, yeah, no, cause that I'm, was the gatlier. No, the gatlier was a type of... type of. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, there were four classes. What, what was the gatlier?
0: He's, he's the dude who shoots the... Uh, uh, I, well, they don't do gunpowder. So what is the, He shoots the? He had some special gun on him. no!
2: Well, there there's the duelist,
0: the archer. The. sure you weren't talking about Nazgoth? No, I'm telling you, there were four classes: the gatlier, so the duelist, the archer, classes. and who's the uh? And how the enforcer. That was the tank. The tank. There were four. I don't
1: ever gatlier. I never, I never saw him on the field either. There's. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few different ones. No, you know what? There were actually five. However, two were locked. You couldn't choose the first one or the last one. Oh. There were only there were five characters, and the first one said locked. Last one said locked. The other three you could choose. Oh, okay. That's what it was.
2: Okay. So basically, in this game, it's it's a big open area. It's really easy to traverse. There's like a, like up high areas that you can hit the grapple. Use your grapple yeah, to get them. up to the to the second level and everything like that, and where you could just jump up crates that were pretty easily spotted. Right, right. And like basically, like me being the archer, that's what I would do. I would find the grapple, jump up there real quick, snap a few people, jump back down, and everything like that. So it was it was a really fun game. I really enjoyed it myself. I know Chris's experience was a little bit less uh, <laughs> favorable than mine, uh, mainly because he played a very very hard to play character in that in that sense oh
0: yeah I, I would definitely say I, I, uh, I'm not a good solo <laughs> on, a, on another note uh, definitely definitely a maturity game oh yeah I got cut in half a few
1: times I got decapitated <laughs> I mean you, and you see it it's not like they don't sugarcoat
2: it Uh nah, no. it's Gears of War style yeah. yeah. but what I noticed too is that uh, there is there is like butts of the characters playing there is like like, AI that was playing right along with us. It's kind of like Titanfall. Yeah. But, like, as the same characters that we were playing, I guess. Um, Which made it a little bit interesting. Made it more, uh, like, this big level that it would have more people in it. Kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um, But all around, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed myself in the Bethesda booth, so. Um, And then that same day we played Nazgoth as well, right? Yeah, we did. So Nazgoth is... Very similar to that as far as uh, 4v4. Uh, we played Team Deathmatch on that as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Vampires uh, vs. Humans.
0: Yeah, we played Vampires versus Humans.
2: Who was uh, that by? That was Square Enix. Was it Square Enix? Yeah. That oh, was know. Square Enix. And, uh, like, all around, like, it was... I really had fun with that yeah, game.
1: Well, it, it had, like, a Van Helsing feel. Mm-hmm. And look, I mean, dark and, and grim. Uh, very scary type thing.
0: That's a good comparison, yeah. And, yeah,
1: and you had to play as a team, vampires versus uh, humans. And the humans, I, I just have to admit, us as humans, we were we were together like, like glue. We, oh, yeah. we were inseparable. If something happened to one of us, we all chased down one vampire. Right. They yeah. were very spread out. Only one time did they attack like two or three at a time.
0: Well, you know, the other thing too is, is from what I observed watching Corey was that you figure as vampires, they would automatically have an upper advantage
1: in terms of strength, um, agility. Oh, no, they did. Like, there was one time that I couldn't shoot one, and he took me out in like, three swipes. But, I was done.
0: But the humans were also equipped to, at least – at least you were, Corey. You, you were equipped with a means of restraining them, mm-hmm. which gave you guys a fighting advantage. Right. So, I mean, I, I think they – I think they balanced it fairly well. Like, yeah.
2: I think I – think because of the – like, I think the humans have more – that they could do like more equipment that they can use like because like, like their, their cells are weak however their equipment is strong right and while vice versa and like since like at the beginning of the match like we were all spread out and we were just being picked off one by one mm-hmm. and then finally like we got smart as humans and just stuck together as four and like literally we kind didn't, hit we, didn't too. we didn't die for like five probably ten minutes none of us died yeah we would kill like all the vampires that would come at us, and basically like, but the vampires themselves, there's like there's different classes of humans. Like I played once again an archer class, which I believe you're the same as me, right? Yeah, I
1: think they all had the same. They all had like a crossbow. No, there's,
2: there's different classes, what, what yeah, no, because there? there were people uh, There with like swords and different shit. Different people, swords and stuff, oh, I didn't yeah. even see swords, so like they had the different classes of humans, but they also had the different classes of uh, of vampires. Like there's a va- there's two vampires that would come in. And try to swoop and grab us and like lift us up in the air and then just drop us down There's there was fall damage. I almost died one time that way.
0: Well and then there was a, there was almost one that was like a tank, almost yeah, like left for dead, right?
2: Like a huge guy that would I'm run like in. a charger, I would say. He would like run up and just like charge at us and start beating the crap out of us and everything like that. And like if we didn't work as a team and use the equipment that we had as humans, there's no way that we would be able to stop him. Like me having the bullet, I would throw my bowl at him as everybody would just pounce on him and everything like that. And then there was a, like a stealth type zombie or no zombie uh, vampire yeah. to where he would like disappear and then reappear and then like stab us in the back and stuff like that. Like there's there's a lot of like abilities that the that now, As the, a
1: team you can definitely see some people going very well mm-hmm. uh, together. Like if you can get two or three people coordinated on one side you can easily take
2: out the other four without any problems. Like, it's, it's definitely, there's a huge strategy to both sides of it, you know, and I feel like, I feel like that one's going to be really fun, too, because we got beta access to that as well, Yeah, which that one, I believe it's co- a closed beta, because you needed a uh, special key yeah, for that. Maybe we can uh, see about streaming it.
1: Yeah, we'd have to get a hold of a uh, Square for that.
2: Yeah, you know? that would be
0: interesting. Um, I, I'll tell you one thing, uh, we did get owned at uh, Final Fantasy Realm. From Reborn Yes Yes. We did We did We did get owned by Leviathan On that one However In our defense
2: We had people Who did not know
1: Yeah it was
0: three You know Instead of a team of eight
1: It was a team of three It (laughs) it was really It was three Versus five In Leviathan Because they were helping (laughs) Leviathan more Than they were helping us And they were even Briefed on how To kill it Like hey If you're gonna use a sword Attack the tail Okay he hits the head for the next <laughs> right. 15 minutes. I'm like, dude, come on, move, here. move. And I'm just sitting there healing him.
2: Healing him, healing him. Not healing only him. that, but we also like, briefed each other. We had a like, little small get-together. Hey, I really want this shirt, guys. This is how we got to do it. As soon as these things pop up, as soon as ads come up, we need to take them out. But no. Nah, <laughs> all of them were like,
1: you know what? We just want to try to get the shirt. We don't know how hard this game is. We've never played it. Don't play computer
2: games. Oh jeez! Wait, you mean to tell me that the the tail reflects magic? Let me shoot my magic missiles at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw like
1: five people attacking the tail and one at the head, and uh, it was the wrong people attacking the wrong things. Right. Nothing was right. Oh, uh, was terrible. So well, yeah, uh, we, we had no chance of that. But I mean,
0: as far as as far as what we did that day, we did we did a lot of walking around. Like we said, we uh, every you know we visited uh, Four Lights again. I think we had some fun over over there yeah. with again.
1: Yeah, we got to be able to play this time with Corey. Corey was able to try out their uh, Defenders of Time game. Yes, yes, which yeah. is really fun. I
2: really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it was very fun. And we're gonna have
0: some uh, some play testing uh, with Four Lights. So we just want to thank John and uh, Samantha and the rest of his uh, um, Isaac, right? Yeah, Isaac uh, was the, the guy. The rest of his team is just absolutely phenomenal. We just want to give you guys another shout out. We were uh, we were stoked that we found some Vegas locals.
2: Yeah,
0: and uh, we definitely, definitely will be doing um, uh, uh, some more many, contact with yeah, them. Yeah, many, many more things to come with those uh, with those folks over Four
1: So We just want to give you guys a shout out and thank you. So, um, uh, I we went around what indiecade a little bit, tried out a couple little indie games. Um, I the,
0: I think the main I think the
1: main uh, uh, coup de gras was
0: uh, was Microsoft the yeah. special session and that. That was incredible. I have to say, we got to play a crap ton of games that were not yet available for release. And my, by far, I think my favorite was probably Sunset
2: Overdrive. That like game was extremely fun. Yes, it was extremely. That
0: fun. I can't. That that is going to be really fun when it comes any, out. And any type
2: of shooter fan
1: or fans of, of, of over the top video games want the least realistic thing. That's one of them to go with. I it's mean, like Dead
0: Rising and. Border
1: yeah, yeah. I would say... I'd say it gives Dead Rising a run for its money. Like, because yeah. you can... There's more maneuverability. And they're both pretty ridiculous for games. And... and I think in terms
0: of the large-scale number of... I mean, they're not zombies. They're mutants in this case. Yeah. Sort of. But it's like the... It's like the zombie apocalypse of of uh, Dead Rising. With the cel-shading graphic and elements of Borderlands. With the free-roam capabilities of... Uh, I don't know, kind of like Devil May Cry-ish with how much you're able to move around, jump around. Mirror's
2: Edge?
0: Yeah, I mean Mirror's Edge kind of. It, it's... I don't know. It was a great game.
2: It's definitely over the top. It's like... It has like an art... Saints Row wishes it was this much over the top. <laughs> and
1: it's, it's very... It's very... Like, it's very
2: arcadey. It has a very arcadey feel to it.
0: And they play on the... They play on kind of like the comic, like the comics, and they make fun, and they, uh, they do a play like on the kind of weapons and stuff you use. Yeah. Because like when you kill things, it'll go like pop. Or,
2: <laughs> yeah. Or, or
1: boom or, or boom. something. Yeah. yeah. So, that was a lot of fun. Uh, from there, well, actually kind of going in order, we skipped to number two, but number one thing we saw was a little bit more of the Halo Master Chief Edition. We got to see the... The differences that they've added in into the Halo 2 uh, Halo Two Master or Remastered Edition. That was kind of crazy. That was kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: crazy.
1: It like it looked like a brand new game. I, I swore that I, I didn't think it was actually even Halo 2. I thought that they just made a brand new game and called it Halo 2. I'm like, geez, this looks too real. I'm it, actually going to
2: have a lot
1: of fun with that because that was my favorite Halo.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially the multiplayer and everything like that. Oh. I can't wait to go back onto those maps. I'm going to do SWAT mode for ages yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so that one was really fun I mean you got to see some of the story the multiplayer um, all four games as well as knowing about the beta access for uh, Halo 5 uh, the digital series which you get in there for free um, the digital web series I should say uh, that, that was pretty cool so we just got some back access on that uh, I don't think there's really much more for that piece yeah, multiplayer or... coming to Project Spark?
0: Yes. Well, I was going to jump in order. Oh, my God. No, i sorry. St- well, we did Forza 5. You guys played Forza 5. Yes. Uh, no, no.
2: Forza, um, Horizon, Forza Horizon 2 is what we played. Oh, I'm sorry. I yes. thought it was Forza 5. Yes. No, the the other, the three TV setup
1: was Forza 5 inside the steering wheel.
0: Oh, that, that, that was a different station. That, that was Yeah, that was bad. for Forza
1: 5 on the newest track that they oh, had. I, I thought people had the option. The the bringer or, or something like that. Gerben bringer. I can't remember.
0: Well, then we kind of spread out that. a little bit. I know me, uh, Corey and I played uh, Project Spark, and that was where we discovered the multiplayer. And yes. that's where I got two yes. rum and cokes.
1: Yes. yes. And no, uh, I think that was a little bit later. Yeah, no, no, it was yeah. out of the time. Project Spark.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then I joined
1: yeah. in just to see and get some answers for there. But Project Spark, adding in you know multiplayer uh, simultaneously, building and playing together. Uh, and
0: then we attempted to play Dead Rising. DLC well, yeah, which we, turned out. Not yeah, so well. it, I think it was
1: just their systems they were messed up onto it, but uh Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Hyper Deluxe Alpha. or Hi- hyper Remix Edition uh plus Alpha <laughs> <laughs> EX plus EX Alpha. It, it looks like
0: it looks fun. It looks fun. And I know I played Alien. Is it alien
1: is isolation? Isolation. Oh isolation that
0: scared the crap. I, I, Corey, Corey stepped away from his, and finally I was like, ah, oh, that's it.
2: I'm. I was, I was hiding in a crate, and the alien came and walked into the room, walked over the, to the crate, and looked straight at me, and just like stood there for like a good twenty seconds, and I was like, nope, I'm done, <laughs> Beep this.
0: Uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, and then a and uh, kind of similar thing with me. I'm, You know, except I was in the room with some dead guy in the chair, and then I crawled near the table, and I swear the alien walked in, stood in the doorway, looked around, and, again, for a good 15, 20 seconds, jumped on top of the table I was under, <laughs> and just, I was just like, holy. And then right off the bat, I used my uh, monitor and failed one of the,
1: <laughs> one of the
0: mission. <laughs> the mission requirements.
1: Oh, yeah. But like I'd say side mission. There's... I would never try to go through that game without using all the equipment I could.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no... <laughs> there's no... What is it supposed to go by? Go uh, go by uh, uh, sight sense and uh, <laughs> hearing. With the, yeah, hearing. I mean,
1: hearing. if you're putting on Astro headphones and everything, hearing like that, you're fine. But if you're not a... If you're not going to try with that, just but, keep your... data reader
2: out, your tracker. But I must say on that same note, the sound of that game is amazing. Oh yeah, it's very true. It
0: it definitely, the the, uh, just the game overall, the way that the shading, the graphics, the sound, everything just interlaces and plays really well in that game because there's just, there's so much darkness that it adds an element of fear and and, uh, fear and, and uncertainty. And I think you know, again, my, my, my thing is to fail to have that as a mission requirement is ridiculous because there is no way, even if you, you I use,
2: I would think of it being more of a challenge versus a requirement.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I, because I, realistically, even if you go by your your sense of hearing, there's no way of telling what direction.
2: Yeah, I tried. I tried, I tried. I tried doing that without without using the the tracker. tracker. And like every little bump that I heard, I'd run back and hide. Like, was that him? Is that him? No. All right. Let me go back out. Oh! I just heard him again. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, it's not him. All right, let's go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I could see myself crouching through about ninety eight percent of that game. Oh man.
2: It's like, wait, you can stand up with that game? <laughs> <laughs> but Oops. but I mean, it
0: definitely adds a, it definitely adds an element. and You know, the thing is, is that he's just one enemy. But yeah. he's everywhere. Yeah. And and you know I guess that too is just you have this thing that's on the prowl for you and and I think that heightens your sense of fear and worry and concern yeah. when you're playing through the game. It was just overall it was uh, definitely definitely an experience. So yeah. kind of like Slenderman. Yeah.
2: Well, you like, know you're being hunted and you know you can't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah.
0: You, know? you don't have an arsenal of weapons that you're supposed.
2: No. Of. no. I, I pulled out the the flamethrower right before I like just left the controller. And, like, I got his intention on purpose. I was gonna see if I can, like, do anything to him with it. Like, the flamethrower probably went for, like, one second, and I was out of feels, like, shh, <laughs> done. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, like, he disappeared on me. I guess he, like, ran into the ceiling, because, like, all I saw was, like, a wall of flame, and then he was gone. He was, like, Houdini or something. He was, <laughs> you like, just pissed mm, him off, is what yeah. you did. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, nope, I'm done. He's, <laughs> he's just gonna appear behind me, and now I'm just gonna get eaten. Nope. I'm not, not watching that. Not, <laughs> not today, today, Mr. Alien.
1: Um, I want
0: to say after that, we, uh, well, you were playing The
1: Crew. I went to The Crew, yeah, so I can uh try out, you know, racing across the entire United States. And, and how was that? Eh, I don't like the racing controls. No? It's, yeah, I like racing games, but it's not my type of racing game. But I do like the fact that it's very open. I, I can get used to it, but I'd have to sit there and play and play and play it so I can get used to it. The brakes and everything else like that, because it's it's just the the adjustment from one game to another. Sometimes the more touchy, that was definitely very
2: touchy, very sensitive for for control. especially right after playing Forza Horizon Two. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, and then I want to say that
1: that pretty much that
0: pretty much wrapped up that night.
1: Yeah. Uh, after we went to do that, we also did go. Well, no, we yeah, can't. Really we yeah, we
0: like, can't talk about any of the stuff that we saw after that.
1: Well, no, that's technically for the stores. Well, yeah, but, I mean, It's it's all confidential anyway. Yeah, yeah, so... But what are we going to talk about? Oh, we saw displays. I I played played Aztec.
2: (laughs) Aztec? Yeah, the... the One of the arcade games. Which one's that? It's, like, the black and white. It's by a a studio called Colorblind. (laughs) And it's a black and white game, (laughs) which is funny. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh... But basically, it's, like, kind of like a side-scrolling... Like you're an Aztec guy, fighting other Aztec guys in like a coliseum-looking place. Mm. It was really interesting. I died like in, you know, like ten seconds, but it's Uh all right. It's cool. when I was, I got a, I knocked down a few myself. So,
0: well, and I guess that that was outside of that. That was pretty much it for e three day two. e three day three, which was today. Uh, We, this was kind of our sort of leisure day we uh, got the opportunity to uh, well before we go into detail with some of the other stuff at Bandai we uh, we did successfully after several attempts and I have Corey and Chris to thank for this uh, we had some fun this morning playing Super Smash <laughs> oh, and
2: we played a lot of Super Smash Why this I morning mean, <laughs> uh, but you know what
1: we had fun I don't know I guess an estimate of at least like 10 games apiece each person I mean we were Not about
0: yeah, yeah yeah we were we were and then we did find out, uh, you know, and you can check out Nintendo Direct as well. That uh, excitingly, there is a new uh, Zelda, Zelda in the works. Yeah. Um, Hyrule Warrior. Um, Hyrule Warrior is like a
2: Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, it Looks the, exactly like Dynasty Warriors. But with, with uh, Zelda characters, which Zelda makes it too. which makes I all, that, Zelda all that and much Link, better.
0: Though, but it makes it all that better. Yeah. Uh, he said midnight. Too. I think. Oh. Okay. I thought he was referring to that game another Kirby's coming out perhaps Star Fox New
2: Yoshi game that's Yoshi. Yep. almost identical to uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn Kirby's Epic Yarn which is uh, Yoshi's Yarn no it didn't have Yarn in there
1: no. or Yoshi's it was there something it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Yarn was Yoshi's in Yoshi's Newer Island I don't know <laughs> Newer Island <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi's Newer Island pretty sure
2: Yarn was in it
0: I
1: don't think it was honestly
2: I'll look it up though i will look it up right now alright
0: um, Outside of that, I we went Nintendo. Uh, Bayonetta. He did say that uh, they did make an announcement that Bayonetta two would be coming with the uh, full version of Bay- uh, full game uh, Bayonetta one.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. On the Wii U, I believe. so. Because that was a Wii U exclusive. Is that you can get Bayonetta two on 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 the Wii U, and if that's the case, that would make sense why I saw Bayonetta oh. there in the Wii U stand. Kirby, you, Chris, I hate you. Why?
2: Yoshi's Wooly World. Wooly World, that's what it was, yeah. yeah. Wooly World. I told you there was no yarn. But it has he, yarn in the game. He's knit he's out of yarn. I hate you. No, I don't think so. I hate you. <laughs> Outside of that, uh,
0: <laughs> Bandai Namco, we got to see uh, the new dragon. We dra- went uh, back again. We, we did go back again. Yeah. We got to
1: Instead see... Instead of seeing Rise of Incarnate this time. The Tales
0: of, series, of, which the of series, which I am super stoked about. Tales of
1: Exilia 2 yep. and Tales <laughs> of Hearts, which is the first PS Vita one that the brings Tales of Hearts are... Hearts R, sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you're right. Which has an
0: August 19th release for Tales of Zillia, or 2, right? Yep. And uh, it's a winter 2014 release for... Uh, Hearts R. Uh, yeah, Hearts R. So, um, not a, a whole lot to elaborate on that game. If you have not previously or uh, historically look- rather played any of the Tales series, uh, you might want to brush up on that, although the second one won't necessarily negatively impact you in any way if you haven't.
1: Yeah, story-wise, there's not too much of a difference. I mean, you, you can get into any one that you need to and play it, like Final Fantasy or so. Uh, mechanically, they've changed the battle system slightly, but uh, they've added some newer features, uh, kept some fun stuff, and obviously linked a little bit about stories. But that's... I mean, it's really one of those, if you're one of their fans, you're going to love it. If, if you just want a new game to try out, it's still really fun to get into.
2: Now, one and- of the big things that I really enjoyed about what they said because it's not it's not a series that I'm personally real big into but one of the things I saw that that I thought was pretty cool was that they said something about DLC as far as costumes for the uh, the characters and everything playable characters yeah. for the playable characters but the, the DLC that you purchase you'll be able to use on Tales of Xelia 1 as well for and the ones you purchased on 1 will be able to be used on 2 right for the, the characters that are in both games which I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball.
2: Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Xenoverse.
1: Yeah. Right? We're of of yeah. Xen- Xenoverse. Yeah. Xenoverse, but... Xenoverse. Xenoverse. Are we Xenoverse. Xenoverse. This wasn't embargoed at all, was it? They didn't Look, say anything about embargo. No, they didn't. They, a lot of the stuff that
0: was embargoed that they were talking about, because you couldn't disclose a whole lot. But there's not really a whole lot we can really elaborate
1: on that, other than the yeah. fact that there's a new exists. Dragon Ball Z game. There's a new <laughs> Dragon Ball Z game, and there's a new mysterious it, character. And yes. it looks beautiful, and it's coming to the next gen. It's built off the next gen consoles,
2: so it's the first one we're actually going to see. It uses the havoc engine for destructible uh, pieces in the yeah. fights, as well as I didn't see, I didn't quite understand which uh lighting engine that they're using but the the lighting in the game from like the the different the clothes uh, and the the, the environments the and, attacks everything. and everything it's it looks amazing it like, does. i'm actually uh really excited like, like i
1: saw the the screenshots and stuff i looked at the little details they looked phenomenal like it looked really good how they how they got this three-dimensional quick paced game into such great quality um, I, I think it's going to be, and for what we saw, just having three little snippets of, of a demo that he could play, mm. uh, it still looks like, I can see this game being amazing. If they have, you know, the the full Z-Cast of, you know, over 80 fighters or something like that, and then if there's any type of story or wherever they go with this, we'll find out a lot more later. But uh, they just announced it on Monday, I believe, right? They released a trailer or two uh, days ago. ago. Yeah, so Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Um, so not much is known about this game. I mean, we don't even know much, but we saw a little bit. And we'll see a lot more by next year. Uh, obviously, I'm going to put this as a holiday 2015 release. But uh, it could even be later. I mean, we just don't know. And uh, in terms of in terms of anything
0: else we saw there, uh, Lords of the Fallen. What, is it Lords of, Fallen Lords of the Fallen or uh, Lords of the Fallen? Lords
2: of the Fallen.
0: Lords of the Fallen. We can't really elaborate too much on that one. We played it a little bit. Maybe Corey could probably give you a little bit insight on that, but we didn't. We didn't have an extensive playthrough for that one.
2: Yeah, well, basically, from from the little little literally five minutes that I played, um, like the first thing that you feel is is it has that Dark Souls-esque or Demon Souls-esque. It has that like it's not it's not as unforgiving. As Dark Souls or Demon Souls, but like it's still, it still has that. It was really tough to play, like it's like it's not, not just like a button master just running, right? You can't just like run in there and just slash everything up and be like, Oh, I'm all right, <laughs> but like it's, it's really like you have to pace yourself, you have to like a guard, you have to attack, light attack, strong attack, yeah, you gotta be a bit more tactical for it. Um, in my opinion, like one of the big things that I had that I very, very, I have to say, I expressed. So I play inverted. There's no invert Y. I got a little upset. It's, it's I know. just put
1: all the options. I in. understand.
2: It's happened to me before, though, on full releases, and I just want to, I just really hope that that's not something that they could just look over, because that would break my heart, because I would really want to play this game, but if I can't play it, then you know. Then you
1: know what? You adapt, just like Darwin said. Survival of the fittest. You learn to play regularly and don't invert your darn Y-axis. Or
2: how about, you know, accommodate your customers and just invert. All it is is one little line of code. That's all you have to do. One nah, little line of code. Nah, it's
1: about two or three.
2: No, it's literally one. Nah, if-then
1: Any, then. any that
0: way. Toggle. Any
1: w- There's a Boolean in there for true or false. And then it, yeah.
0: Moving on, gentlemen. Moving on. Um... After that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, cut us off and then don't don't.
0: After that, no. I was waiting for it to see if there's gonna be a, any feud after this.
2: <laughs> nope, we're just trying to continue from you. Okay. Technically, you can still put it all in one line. No matter you how really long. Did. god! Here we go. Okay. Yeah. So after that, yeah, after, yeah, that, after Namco, have that,
1: good job having that. Good luck having that read by any other coder that's like, oh, I'm gonna
0: after, fix this game. Uh, after, after Namco, we went to The Witcher. So what were you? F- we went and got food for Corey. Well, then we went to the Witcher. I then, was. Then,
1: I, we're not talking about my food. But I, we're talking about the game. And so then actually, saw. before that, we also did wait in the, the Civilization. We did see Civilization. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Sid Meier's uh, Beyond Beyond Earth, right? Yep.
0: I was, I actually really uh, have high hopes for that game. That looked really good. Yeah.
1: Really I mean, cool. I like Civilization on Earth, but that looked really amazing. That you can work with or against they have a different type of uh alien uh, factions yeah well no with or against like other civilizations that are forming uh human civilizations that are forming on this foreign planet and not only are you fighting against them or with them but you have to protect or uh, take over the aliens that are on that planet yeah so I mean you have a lot more to worry about I mean you had to worry about barbarians and stuff you know in uh, civilization but They were almost nothing. They posed almost no threat to you. Now, miasma is the big one. Yeah, which is, uh, that, that, I don't know how they spell it, but I want to know.
0: Uh, that term was from another game, and it was from an RPG, and I have it, I know which one it was. It's on the tip of my tongue, I can't remember.
1: (laughs) But it looked pretty cool. I think it's,
2: I think it's going to be a new twist on save that that they needed, and it, I think I'm really going to like it. I like how they added the, the orbital layer as well. So you can have satellites in the air that that are in the in space that will affect the gameplay itself. So yeah. either protecting your units or actually physicals physically striking other units. You know, like it just it adds another another element to the playing field. Another so. another dimension almost. Yeah, you you can kind of go beyond just like what
1: you see on the on the field, and you can go above it. And... I like it. Yeah, uh, then so, The Witcher. Yep. The Witcher. Witcher two. Witcher one. Witcher
0: three. Three. I was actually very impressed with the uh, the game overall, and uh, they actually ran a little bit longer than we had anticipated. It Was what over
2: forty minutes? Uh, I was right about that. It was actually it was about thirty to forty minutes yeah. for what we saw.
1: Of pure gameplay, like just. Watching storyline to it, which was really nice to see instead of just you know a,
2: a ten-minute trailer and then watch a bunch of slideshows.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that game's gonna have a lot of potential.
2: Like my my favorite thing about it is you guys know I love customization. Yep. You know how I love uh, a game that responds to the player. Yep. And I feel like this game in itself, like they were saying that like even decisions on what quests you choose to take will cause other quests to go away. Like yeah. just just the ability of the story having that much that much story there, to be able to do that is is just impressive in itself. Like just being able to see how, like, because we saw one of the moments to where you there's a there's a choice that can be made in two different spots technically because you can choose to either help out the the witches or not help out the witches or help out the tree spirit yeah, or exactly. help out the tree spirit not help out the tree spirit which... The, those two decisions, whichever way you could go and whatever combination that you can go could change the game dramatically. Yeah. Like it's definitely a huge ripple effect that that has its effects and like basically like how they were saying that like they quick traveled for us just for the sake of time, but like being able to, to go from one side or one spot to the next spot, which isn't even end to end of the map. Yeah. At full gallop would take twenty minutes to reach. Well,
0: and that you can go anywhere that you can physically see on the map that there are no artificial
2: barriers over terrain
0: pretty much anywhere yeah
2: which say, uh, i'll, would I'll that's be really there. interested interested to see how they how they pull that off yeah because it looks like like three sides of the area is all water but there is mountains on one side of it by the looks of the map so it's it's probably the steepness of them. They make it, you know, not physically possible to climb, whether
1: in real life or in a game. So they just kind of board it off that way. Yeah. Well, and, I, and you I, can't swim, so I guess if you I, really wanted to, you just keep swimming. No, you
2: can swim. Yeah, no, but just I, I, keep
0: swimming. I think I would honestly say that our, our 83 experience this year was a very positive one. There are, there are such um, an enormity of, of incredible, incredible titles and games they have coming out. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I. And I mean, there, were, there was a bunch we didn't get to talk about, but we don't have uh, four days of a podcast that we can talk about.
0: Yeah. So. Like to really elaborate on each
1: one of these, but yeah, we just wanted to catch on some of the big ones. Another one, actually, I liked. It. I wanted to just just to say the name is Sniper Elite Two. Kind of, kind of brutal, kind of fun. Three.
0: Well, and, and that's not to say we'll you know cool. that on future podcasts we won't elaborate more on these, but you know, for the sake of time for ourselves. Whatever. 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 Um. I
1: think it was sniper this is like really too uh, maybe well,
0: for, the, for, the sake of, for the sake of time we'll let Chris mull that over a little while but uh, for the sake of time we just wanted to say uh, thank you as always for tuning in to hear uh, with us at uh, www.yourgamesource.com the number one aggregate site for news and multimedia for all that is gaming um, thank you for joining us uh, for another year at E3 2014 um, rest assured that we will be at E3 2015 Hopefully with a larger crew this time. However, we had a phenomenal time.
1: Hopefully more backstage.
0: Yes, and uh, hopefully uh, without the me- uh, some of the media restrictions we had this year. However,
1: uh, make- I wanted to say we had many media restrictions, but we, we had
2: quite a bit of good stuff this year. Yeah,
1: we did.
0: We did, and uh, there'll be plenty more good stuff to come. Uh, plenty of good stuff to come in the future. But remember, to tune in to www.yourgamesource.com for the latest and greatest, and all that is gaming news and multimedia. You can check us out on our uh, Facebook at Game Source, um, our Instagram. It's just Game Source, I believe, right? Sure. Sure. Okay. I don't go on the Instagram too much.
1: On com, you can see a lot more of the. Uh, there you go. The, and we're on Twitter. the social networks: Twitter, Twitch. Facebook. There's even a little button you can click. And if you download the app, there's buttons for the apps, too. Yeah. I mean buttons for the uh, social networks. And YouTube, yourgamesource.com.
0: That's D-O-T-C-O-M at the end. And uh, otherwise, thanks for joining us tonight. And until our next podcast... Good night.
1: Good night and good fight. Until next time. <laughs>